The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal, from the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. Welcome to another edition of Engaging Truth. I'm your host, Pastor John Kane, recording from Nacogdoches, Texas. Today with us on the program is Mr. Chad Gunderson. Chad is a producer with Out of Order Studios. We'll have to ask him about Out of Order. He is filming a series called The Chosen, a multi-year series on the life of Christ and his interactions with people. Welcome to the program. Pastor, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. So I need to ask you a question. Do we say what is or do we say who are the chosen? Yeah, right. Well, uh, the chosen, the, the title itself um, has a few different meanings. Um, and Dallas um, Jenkins, our creator, director um, of the show, he goes into that. And so the few, the few meanings, um, obviously, Jesus is the chosen one. Right. And so that's a, a pretty obvious one. Um, and also the, the show itself centers a lot around those that were chosen to be here on the planet when Jesus was present. So obviously we're talking about the disciples. We're talking about Mary Magdalene. We're talking about even some of the Pharisees and these various people that were around. Um, and then obviously it also refers to that we are his chosen as believers. We are his chosen. So the, the title definitely has multiple meanings, um, but the show itself, um, like I said, it really, really focuses on those um, those stories around Jesus and how they impacted, how they were impacted by him when he was here. Well, there have been a lot of movies on Christ, and, you know, obviously that uh, is a topic that's beloved by many people, and you probably have a lot of fans and you have a lot of critics. It's a, it's a lot to take on. So what sets you apart? How, how is this undertaking different from what has gone before? Sure. Um, you know, Dallas had an idea um, that he made a short film for his church. Uh, he was uh, at the time was working at a church up in the Chicago area and they had made a short film for their Christmas uh, special for their Christmas uh, services. And the, the short film was called The Shepherd. Um, and The Shepherd was an interesting take about the birth of Christ. But it was told from the perspective of one of the shepherds that were present during his um, during his birth. Um, so that idea is what really spawned the chosen itself is w- what were the stories of those that were around? What are these different angles, the, the life of fishermen, the life of tax collectors, the, the life of all these different people that were here when Christ was on the planet? Um, and that was really the basis behind that and what really kind of spawned that. And that kind of what makes us very different. You know, the majority of the Jesus uh, movies out there. We are the first series. There's been a multi-part like mini-series type thing, but we're the first multi-season, um, and we're really taking the time to explore all these different stories. But we are kind of also unique in the way that, you know, we're not just miracle to miracle, red letter to red letter, where we're just kind of pacing our way through, uh, you know, pick the, the gospel, right, the book of John. Uh, we're not just pacing ourselves through that and just jumping through these kind of it's almost like kind of like the highlight reel of all that was happening, right? And each book, you know, has a different perspective and they highlight different things. And we're obviously using the entirety of all the Gospels um, to tell this story. But we're really digging into 
the lives of these of these folks, like Simon Peter, for example, right? You know, having to deal with taxes, having to deal with being a fisherman, having to deal with those things. And so we really have consulted quite a bit, too, with, um, you know, biblical scholars, um, Jewish heritage scholars, um, and then obviously just the scriptures themselves to really try to figure out what would the life of a tax collector be like? What would the life of these fishermen be like during that time? And that's obviously where our fiction comes into play there. Um, but at the same time, and people love this, is that as we're telling these stories and people are engaging with these characters, all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait a minute. That was scripture. That was that was directly from scripture. What they just said was exactly what Jesus said in the book of John. And that is exactly what Simon, how he responded or whatever it was. And that's kind of, I think, what excites people is that, yes, it is scripture. Um, now, we're not a replacement for scripture. We are a TV show. We make that very, very clear. Um, you know, we, we say, look, go read your Bible. That's what we do. Um, but at the same time, it, it does really help you engage with these people. And I think it also shows a side of Jesus that is much more human. Right. Jesus was all man and all all God. There, there, There is no questioning that. And I think the majority of TV shows, they really kind of focus on the deity of Christ, which is obviously he's our savior. He's our Lord and savior. That's who he is. But he was also a man. And God did that intentionally so that he could relate um, to to us and help us through those times. So when we uh, when we plan, uh, whether it's audio or video, to uh, communicate something, quite often we have an audience in mind. What, what's your target audience? Did you have somebody in mind that you said, you know, I need to make this for a certain group of people? Well, you know, I think as filmmakers, as television makers, you you always want to hit as broad an audience yeah. as you can, right? I mean, you know, and if I think if anybody says differently, you know, you know, they, you got to have a focus for sure. Um, and we definitely are focused on on believers. We're focused on that the the millions, if not billions, of people in the world that claim to follow Christ, right? And and right. and regardless of denomination, I mean, I do think we've done a pretty good job. And yes, we have our critics, um, and they obviously normally are louder than most. Um, that you know have a lot of questions, and and you know you know poor Dallas, he gets called a heretic, and he gets called a false prophet, and he gets called all these things, and you know, but we're not we're not a church, we're not pastors. That's not who we are. We are believers, um, and we have done done our homework, we feel, to do that. Um, but we do want to entertain people. We want people to see a different Jesus than what they've normally seen. Um, and so our audience, you know, it's weird. I mean, of course, the audience you start with is probably not the audience we have now because our audience has become so big. I mean, we are worldwide. We're in every nation. Yeah. We have we have followers and viewers, honestly, from every religion, not even the Christian ones. Right. I mean, we have Muslims and we have Buddhists and we have Hindu, all of them honestly engaged by the storytelling part of it. Hmm. Um, and a lot of those religions, too, they. They may not believe Jesus is the savior. They may not believe he's God, but a lot of them believe that he at least was a good prophet or whatever he may be. So that is what's engaging them. And then hopefully it's opening their eyes to to who and what Jesus really was. Exactly. So the Bible is often very understated, very reserved, very compact in the way that it uh, tells many of these historical accounts. Uh, Describe for our listeners how you uh, use biblical history and maybe a careful historical fiction. How do you blend that? How do you walk that line? 
Well, it, it is a line that we we walk, and we walk it very delicately and with a lot of prayer um, and a lot of um, advice and counsel. Um, as I mentioned, um, we have multiple biblical scholars uh, uh, from various different faiths that come together and work with our writers and work with Dallas um, to figure those things out. And so whether it's being biblically accurate, which we 100% want to be and need to be and, and try to be is biblically accurate, obviously, first and foremost, we ought to, we want to, we ought, we want to honor scripture. We want to honor the Bible for what it is. And that is the Holy Word of God. But at the same time, we also consult with, um, historical you know, scholars, uh, Jewish scholars, um, uh, scholars that know um, Jewish history, um, history from Israel and that sort of stuff, all the way down to what is a, a typical life of some of these people, um, of a um, of a Pharisee, of a, a fisherman, of, you know, somebody like Mary Magdalene in the position that she was in. What would her daily life would have been like? And obviously no different than any culture in the world. We have historical documents that talk about um, what their life was like. And so that's what we use to kind of talk about those things. So we, we, we feel like we've done our homework. We feel like from both a biblically accurate perspective and from a creative perspective to get things right. And then obviously a lot of it is just the um, the talents of our writers and the talents of Dallas and on the entire team that we've assembled around him um, to create this thing, uh, whether it's the look. Um, interesting, we were at um, a convention, NRB, National Religious Broadcasters. We were there this past week, um, and we have a model um, that we built of uh, of a city that we're going to be building for the show. But we're basically building our own Capernaum, right? A lot of the show, a lot of uh, the Bible takes place in Capernaum. We'll use it for other spell towns as well. So we're at NRB, which is a huge um, uh, convention every year um, with multiple religious scholars, religious um, right. historians. And we had a gentleman come up to us and he, he looks at me and he goes, you know, I'm, I'm from Israel. Um, I am a first century biblical um, expert uh, on a lot of levels. And he was very humble, very nice guy, very sweet guy. And I'm sitting there going, Oh no, our, <laughs> here, it our, comes. <laughs> here it comes. I'm like, I'm just sitting there going, cause he's standing, we're standing by this model, this huge seven by seven, six by six platform that has this model on it. It's very detailed in our team led by James Cunningham, our production designer. Um, they put this thing together. Um, and he just kind of pauses for a moment and then he goes, you guys did a really, really good job. I feel like you guys have done, it's one of the best models that I've seen. And he even referenced the statue. There was a little, little miniature statue um, outside the courtyard. He goes all the way down to that statue. I think you guys did a wonderful, wonderful job. So obviously I was expecting something a little bit different, but I, what it was, I went back to the team, James and Jeff and the team behind that put that together. And I said, Hey, kudos to you guys for doing your research. I mean, really making sure that we're hitting things accurate. So it was a, a nice thing that we didn't seek that out. It didn't come uh, outside of just him walking by and being a fan. So it was nice. So you are filming on about 700 acres, I hear, in North Texas. And um, your actors and your actresses, uh, I didn't hear a single Texas accent <laughs> among them. I think the accents that you've, you've come up with are very engaging, very right. interesting. 
Well, um, uh, you know, thank you. As soon as the cameras start rolling, you'll hear some Texas accents, some y'alls <laughs> sure. and, and different things. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we do have we have talent literally from all over the world. Oh. Um, you know, we have a, a few actors actually from Israel. So they're actually um, Israeli um, and they're from there. Uh, we have actors from Australia. Uh, we have actors from New York and California and obviously many here from Texas. Um, but a- another thing that we do, we have a dialect coach. We have somebody that is an expert in um, in these dialects, um, and they work with our actors. This this, and so it is something that is very important to us, and it is something that they have to go they have to kind of go to school, right? And uh, and we make sure and sure every now and then you can kind of hear an actor maybe slip out here and there, and you know, but it is something that we do pay very very close attention to. Um, you know, as I mentioned, one of our actors that's from Israel is Shahar and Shahar plays our Simon Peter. Um, and he is from there. So, um, if anybody ever questions his accent, it would be a funny one because it's like, no, he actually is from there, lives there. Um, and so he is kind of our onset expert as well. And people kind of try to, you know, emulate him. But again, at the same time, they spend hours working their dialogue, working their lines, stuff like that with the coach that we have on board. So we're talking with Chad Gunderson of Out of Order Studio. Uh, this project, The Chosen, I understand it's the number one crowdfunded media project in the world, in history. Yes, sir. That's amazing. Yes, sir. That's amazing. And you're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and actually, so we actually only crowdfunded for season one. So season one, okay. we became the number one crowdfunded project. Uh, the the number one project at the time was around maybe just under $6 million. And it was oh, a, wow. a huge Hollywood, very well-known project um, that many, many people were familiar with. There was a history there. Um, and we like to say, well, we have a bit of a history with our project as well. Um, and on, yeah, exactly. We we have this best-selling book. Maybe you've heard of it. You know, it's <laughs> the best-selling book of all time. Um, and uh, yeah, it was not. And, and Dallas talks about this too. He, you know, crowdfunding is such a tricky, tricky thing, right? And it, it, be honest with you, not many of us had that kind of faith to see that happen. And I think God kind of showed us otherwise. Yes. Um, that that happened. And so, yeah, we became the number one uh, most crowdfunded uh, media project in history. And that was for season one. Um, and we had thought about continuing on that path. But honestly, the show had started becoming so successful. And now we utilize this pay it forward method for the show because the show is free. Right. And we make that abundantly clear. Nobody has to pay for the show. Now, if you want to buy a DVD or you want to buy a gift or you want to buy a Bible study or a, a, a devotional, of course, you need to buy those. Um, and that helps us continue to do what we do. But the show itself, you know, you can go to the app, you know, go download the app in the app store, whatever your device is, and it is 100% free. There is no charge for it. Um, but what we do do is we have people when they finish watching an episode or watching the show, we give them the opportunity to say, hey, this was free to you, and if you want to create an opportunity where others can watch this for free, you can pay it forward. And at that point, there's they can honestly give any amount of money, um, and that's kind of the way it's done. But there is no obligation. We don't take your information. We don't do anything with it. We just let you do. But I think the show has drawn such an audience, and people have really engaged so much uh, with these characters, with Jesus um, that we have presented, um, that they're just like other people have to see this, you know, and it's it's this it's this right here, right? Come, Come and, and see. see. Come and see. Um, and so that's kind of what's happened now for season two. It's going to continue to happen for season three, which we're preparing for now. Um, and so it's been nothing short of a miraculous and a blessing to be a part of it. 
great. Uh, we'll come back to Chad in just a moment, but first I wanted to invite all of our listeners to uh, our program's website, elmhouston.org, to uh, read more about us. You may download podcasts of our past radio programs, find shortcuts to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube accounts, and you may also donate to support our uh, work online. Your on-the-air hosts are all volunteers, and so your donations go far to uh, purchase airtime, really, to uh, help keep us on the air. We strive to share with you interesting interviews of people who are doing great things to share the good news of Jesus Christ at this intersection between faith and life. You may may also uh, write us at ELM, P.O. Box 568, Cypress, Texas 77410. And now back to Chad. Chad, what are some of the uh, favorite platforms where people could um, uh, watch your shows? Well, the number one platform to watch the show is through our app, right? So as I mentioned, go to your app store, wherever you get your apps, whether it's through Apple or, or Google or wherever you get your apps for your phone. Uh, the app is free as well, and you can download the app, and all the shows are right there in the app. Um, we're also on YouTube um, and various places on Facebook and all the other social media, but the show itself, the number one place is the app itself. Under the app the- is very, very Yep. The Chosen Sorry, go ahead. is just entitled yeah. The Chosen? Literally search The Chosen will be the number okay. one that pops up. Um, and so, and there is an app there. Um, and then once you download it, all the episodes are right there in the app and you can watch it. Um, it will stream directly to whatever device you have in your house. So whether you have an Apple TV or a Fire Stick or whatever device that you have to stream, you know, things like Netflix and these other things with, it'll stream right to your device and it will connect there. So it's a a neat uh, way of getting it done. So you can watch it on your, on your TV at home. Um, Obviously the DVDs and stuff like that. It is on YouTube as well. You can continue to watch it there. Uh, We have been telling people that, the episodes probably won't be on YouTube much longer, um, but they all are there, all of season one. Um, and we're in the middle of season two now. And, um, you know, episode seven is about to come out. Episode eight will be out shortly. And then the entirety of season two will be done as well. Um, but, yeah, there it's on multiple other platforms, things like Pure Flix, uh, things like Peacock Network, uh, TVN. Um, and we're on a handful of other network type things and streaming places too. Um, but like I said, it is worldwide, but the app really is the number one place um, that we go to and we encourage people to go to. And on that app alone, you know, we've just passed 200 million views just on the app. That doesn't count any of those other places that I mentioned, YouTube, PureFlix, DVD sales, all those things. And so just that app alone, we've seen over 200 million people. And our goal is to reach a billion people with this show. Um, so I'd argue we're well on our way with season two already passing 200 million. So, so people are watching this in their own homes. Have there been any uh, questions about uh, institutional use, such as for Sunday schools or uh, Bible study, or uh, are there uh, study guides, study materials that you have that go along mm-hmm. with each show? Yeah, so we we encourage churches to use it. Um, and honestly, up until this point, we've just said use it. Now, obviously, don't go and show the entire episode or do anything. But for pastors to use clips, we encourage them to do so. We do right. have some clearances that we do try to do. So if there are any pastors that, that do want to use that, go to 
uh, probably the chosen website, thechosen.tv, um, and just go to the question section. Um, and there are some releases that we try to do just to make sure that everybody knows we're on the up and up right. and they feel like they're on the up and up as well. But we don't charge for that. We don't do any of that sort of thing because we want people to use this. We want it to be a tool for pastors, for teachers, for, you know, for Bible studies and stuff like that. So, um, and we do have, we have, we have two devotionals. Um, if you go to the chosen, um, the chosen gifts.com. I'm not going to sing it like Dallas always does, but he does. He does love to sing, but it's the chosen gifts.com. Um, we have a couple of devotionals. We do have a Bible study there. And then we also have multiple other resources, um, for things. We have a children's book. Uh, we have some other stuff coming out. So there's a lot of resources for churches, small groups, Bible studies, stuff like that, all on that website. Do you think the timing of your success uh, has been perhaps a silver lining with uh, all that the world has gone through with COVID recently? Mm, Well, you know, we do say that COVID honestly helped our show quite a bit. You know, people were at home. People weren't able to get out. And people were looking for stuff to watch, right? And they didn't want to watch very much of what's out there, right? Right. I mean, um, there's not a big variety. And so really it's – it's kind of one of our big hashtags. We, it's, it's hashtag binge Jesus, right? Yeah, and sure. so people, people were looking for things to binge. And so during that weird, strange time in our world, right? Not just our nation, but in our world of 2020, um, the show really did take off. Now we were well on our way to, to becoming a pretty successful thing, but I can honestly say that uh, this little pandemic we've had, this COVID issue that we've had, um, has actually opened up more doors and more eyes to our show. And I do think it was a time where people were looking for, they were looking for light. They were looking yeah. for uh, positivity. They were looking for um, whether they were believers or not, they were looking, right? Now, yeah. believers definitely needed it and wanted it, but there were a lot of people that going, man, this really helped me. Watching this show, relating to this character, listening to Jesus in a way that I never knew really existed, right? But yet it's clearly there in Scripture of who he was and his sense of humor and his warmth and his heart um, and his love for people, his true love for people. Um, I think the show has really opened up their eyes to that, and it definitely came at a very interesting time. So it is another one of those things where we just kind of thank God that that yeah. we were we were in the right place at the right time. And we joke now, and we're just like, Lord, just please don't let us mess it up. Just please <laughs> don't, please don't let us mess it up. There is something that you're doing here through this yeah. show, and just let us be good stewards of what you've provided. Absolutely, yeah, the right place at the right time. God used you. And uh, absolutely a silver lining that people who perhaps weren't ready to listen before suddenly in a point of time became ready for uh, the message that you were uh, prepared to share. So thank you for being being ready and uh, allowing our Lord to use you. Is there an overriding message, a theme that runs through the whole of your series? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it would be as simple as hope. Right. That there is a savior out there that does love and care for you. Right. And I do think, sadly, that the Christian faith more so and more so over the last few years um, has continued to be put in such a shaming light. Right. And sadly, there are some, quote unquote, believers out there that are kind of the, the basis behind that, you know, because they're just not showing true hope and love and caring and all those things. And I think when people watch this, 
and they see this Jesus in the chosen, they see that he does love and he does care. And there is hope for me, no matter where I'm at, whatever walk of life you're in, whatever it is, you know, Jesus doesn't, you know, he doesn't get all mad about sin. He gets mad, not even mad, right? He gets mad at uh, mostly religious people, honestly, which is funny, right, throughout the scripture. Um, but at the end of the day, right, scripture says that there's only one thing that keeps you from him, and that's accepting him as your Lord and Savior, right? It's not whatever sin you're walking in, because we've all had sin. We all have issues. We all fall short. So pick the sin. I don't care what it is, right? And neither does he, honestly. Now, he wants you out of that. He wants you to live a pure life. He wants you to walk in all the things that he has. But he also knows that we technically can't. We can only do it with him as our Lord and Savior. So the key at the end of that is that hope that there is a Lord, there is a Savior, um, there is somebody that cares enough about us to, to not only give his own life, um, but to be there for us and to just be sometimes a shoulder to cry on. And I think that's what this world needs right now is a little bit of hope, a little bit of love. Um, and, I, and we hope that we're just being that little piece of that and opening people's eyes to who Jesus really is. Yeah, I think right now people uh, realize that we're survivors, but uh, we feel pretty weak. We pretty feel uh, pretty vulnerable. And uh, now is a perfect time to let people know that uh, we can never achieve the level of divinity. It takes right. God to reach down to this earth through Jesus, and that's the only way. And that's that's what we have. We have this this tremendous gift of God's love and forgiveness. And uh, thank you, Chad, for yeah. using this media of you know film, TV, uh, online, uh, you know movies. However, uh, it's it's dispensed. It's the same message uh, yeah. with a, a unique twist of exploring the lives of people whose Jesus ministry touched. Thank you for what you're doing. It's it's yeah. engaging. And, and we love it. Join us again real soon for another edition of Engaging Truth. Blessings, Chad. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries, Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410, or visit our website at elmhouston.org, or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you.